I'm really excited for the grind of Destiny 2 starting in, in less than two weeks. Beard Grizzly, how are you doing, man? I am doing great. Except for the fact that I have no idea what was actually going on with the top because I had to work. However, okay. I was on at least for the uh, oh, jeepers creepers out there. Uh, I was on for the uh, for the reveal stream, so I have a feeling okay. that a lot of it's probably like recovered and everything. Sure. Um, so, so here's what I'll do for you because mm-hmm. the average listener may not. Because it's the thing I, I've come to learn. They might be in the same the same right. position. Yep. Exactly. In three in three almost four years of covering this game, I have yep. found that I cannot assume people reach it. And my mantra in my community, uh, both for the podcast for Destiny's Not Dead, as well as Grindhead Jim, of course, is that I make it my business to know more about Destiny than you do. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the general you. Like, I don't know more about Destiny lower than Beard Grizzly does. And in fact, I'll put it out there. I don't think anybody does. Um, I'm just saying, dude. You know, <laughs> some may well. be more popular, but I don't know. I don't see other people fucking lo- literally losing sleep over lore. I don't see it. Not, not in the way you lose sleep, bro. Ugh. So, let's talk about the last few days, shall we? We won't. We won't. <laughs> so, Twab went something like this: thirty-six hundred words, and they went into great detail about the exotic masterworks and how that works. Uh, they went into great detail about the Crucible ranked playlists and how they work. Um, and those two things alone. Never mind this new event that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Those things bring back grind. And here's how this works. And you are probably going to salivate. So I'm going to, I'm going to get the stuff that's going to make you, like, y- your appetite wet first. Exotic Master works look, work like this. They were like, look, we know exotics are way too easy to get. We're not changing that they're too easy to get. So we constructed the Masterworks idea around the idea that Obtaining masterworks for an exotic occurs after you acquire the weapon. Mm-hmm. We need to focus it. So it starts off broad and then starts to focus in. So you have a masterworks um, catalyst. That's the exact verbiage. And it's a hint. And it says, like, for example, uh, the one for Coldheart says, obtained by defeating... Enemies of the highest ilk in strikes, which could mm-hmm. could indicate heroic strikes and or nightfalls, you know, any combination thereof, and it's bosses, right? Right. So then you get the catalyst. Once you get the catalyst to drop, in that moment you equip it, and it becomes a basic masterwork, meaning you get all the benefits that masterworks have now for weapons, which is the orb generation on double kill. Mm-hmm. So immediately it becomes more useful, which is amazing. Then you get a bounty type trackable uh, quest, if you will, that's all tracked within the weapon. Nothing is going to take up any inventory slots and all that shit. And it says exactly what you have to do to get unlock the full masterworks potential of that weapon. It's going to vary from weapon to weapon, but it's a guarantee. It goes... Do this, this happens. Um, The verbiage used in the TWAB is that you'll get both perk and stat increases depending upon the weapon. For example, Coldheart gets 
near max range and near max reload speed with its masterworks. No word on what the actual uh, perk buff is going to be. Because when you look at the, uh, the, the, the catalyst, it tells you it's a preview of the boost to stats, just like it would be if it was a perk. So my thought process, the way my brain works, is that the perk is a secret. The stats are a given based upon that preview. I don't think we're going to have anything that only has a stat increase. I just don't see that happening for the amount of grind that they're saying it's going to be. I'm going to say, depending on how many right. enemies or anything else you may right. you may see. Yeah, that's that's very true for that point. They did say um, that not every exotic is going to have the Masterworks out of the gate May 8th, but they're going to add them all eventually as they work them out. Um, I got to say, to me, that makes sense because that's what they've been... That's what they've done in the past. You know, mm-hmm. you have uh, several, either for like ornaments or anything like that, just to kind of like bring in uh, interest for the weapon, uh, allow people to utilize them and have fun with them. Mm-hmm. But then for perhaps the weapons that are underutilized a little bit more, say, well, this is the way that we're going to be able to tune them a little heavier just because we now have balance uh, a little bit more understood for them. And we've got a couple other weapons that actually make sense for uh, counteracting how the this equipment will work out. And that's that's always, of course, a a tough thing to balance between Crucible and PvE. Yes. Uh, granted, I saw the stuff for the tractor cannon, and I'm just salivating over the fact that I'm I got a better one for you. Walker most time. I got oh, one I'm, I'm sure. saving for you. I got one I'm saving for you. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna save that one for you. So um, before we before we go too far, uh, yeah. I'll I'll let you finish up on this. But I have uh, something you will find interesting about the uh, what they're doing here mm-hmm. that uh, might have been covered by somebody. But I'll let you continue. Sure, sure. Uh, but with the exotic masterworks in general, like right there, is it related directly to that or something totally different? It's actually directly related to the way that uh, the upgrade system works. Because okay. I mentioned that, and somebody else may have passed it along to somebody else. I, get I you. used it in a lore sense, which I got I'm you. still hopeful to kind of see that they may end up like unlocking something over time. But sure, uh, I'm just glad to kind of see it implemented this way at least too, because that 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 this has been the biggest complaint with with destiny like there's there's nothing to necessarily grind for right now you actually get a little bit something back for utilizing the weapon that you already like quite exactly a and, and it, i see nothing wrong with that i look at this exotic masterworks as the logical and so obvious we just zoomed past it uh progression of the idea of unlocking bubbles in destiny 1 you know what I mean? Like, look at, like, a right. necrochasm, okay, how that goes, versus the exotic masterworks. I'm like, this is perfect. Like, this is exactly what we ask for. It's a grind. It's not an unreasonable grind, and it gives you value for that weapon, and you can laser target the weapons you already have, and it does not diminish the availability of that weapon. Like, I can start grinding on my cold heart and then go, ah, I'm sick of this, and switch to something else if I haven't. It's it's a really cool concept, and uh, I feel like it's the right answer. It's a PvE grind, and you can use it in Crucible because some of them just say enemies, 
You know, so you can, like, depending upon what they're asking for, you've got these options. You've got flexibility. You have these goals to shoot for, which is what we've been begging for. And if this was all they announced, I'd be happy. But there's more. So, that said, tell your story. So, the base story basically goes, uh, I was trying to reply towards Bife's uh, idea on his lore uh lore archive for destiny 2 mm -hmm. and the idea that i basically had was to effectively say hey uh i am i'm, I'm kind of thinking that on two levels we can basically expand the way that exotics work out by effectively implementing a system that allows you to use them and have unlocks based on using them and mm -hmm that seems to be a direct effect of like what it was that I was talking about. Either they had already thought of that and mm -hmm. had referenced it, which is cool, but regardless, it was something that I had brought up, and I think it's just really awesome that that was the case. Sure. Uh, and then I had gotten word from a couple creators uh, that actually were, uh, that are, have been in touch with developers and one of them came back to me and did say, hey, uh, I'm not going to say say anything at this point, but somebody really liked an idea you presented. I, it I makes sense to me. It. <laughs> well, to and, be, and to, to actually, be fair, to be fair, you have a lot of really good ideas, so that doesn't say much. I, I guess. <laughs> but that one's pretty fucking specific. Grant, let's yeah, be fair. Yeah, that's that. That's where I'm kind of like, oh, maybe somebody did pick up on that a little bit more. <laughs> right. Uh, the the idea though had actually come from, uh, and I it, some out there may know the reference, may not, uh, from Near Automata. Mm -hmm. uh, Near had actually done a system where if you unlocked or not unlocked, but uh, had upgraded a weapon's uh, efficiency, just made it more powerful, etc. It would actually unlock little story blurbs that were related to that weapon and a little bit more of the, the story behind the game. So that, for me, that be that's something... Like yeah, lore unlocks was... based upon using it. I like that. Exactly. Um, that, that's where my mind was kind of going with it, but it's still possible. This, from a gameplay standpoint, you know? is, is awesome. Not to mention the fact that it opens up something for me. I, I feel like the exotic masterworks, based on what we're seeing... Also, when you talk about the fact that these exotics are getting such huge buffs, they're making exotics super exotic, which they need to be. Yes. That tells me that, and again, I don't want to foreshadow nothing, but how much do you want to bet that there's a certain degree of thought that may see Masterworks get a regular legendary Masterworks get a rework to where mm -hmm. there's something more to that, to where you can take a weapon that has been dropping in vanilla Destiny 2, that's kind of meh. Well, what if there's a similar progression for Masterworks for that weapon that now makes those stats really good? So when you're forced to use a weapon that's kind of trash to make it into something great, like Eidolon Ally, I'm looking at you, and going on, mm. you know, see what I'm saying? It, 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 it creates something. It, it could be something. But even if they don't do that, this is awesome because now I'm happy, right? So you got that. Now we what, look at. Mm -hmm, go ahead. What if? What if? Bungie's idea behind this with the exotics, because there aren't necessarily as many of them, 
but it's the best way to kind of introduce the system is their testing field. And it wouldn't surprise me doing, at all. Yeah, what the what they'll end up doing is like implementing this system more as like a a higher ground to allow for even legendaries to feel that way. While this you would... still have the really powerful yeah. perks that exotics offer. And think about what that would mean for the the hoarder like myself. I see something with okay perks, I keep it. I keep most stuff. Very few things I don't keep. And you have right. this idea where you know, it, you could take a, again, you could just take a weapon that's trash and make it into something good with a little bit of grind. Right. With some effort. And am I going to do that for every single weapon? Fuck no, I'm not going to do that for every weapon. There are some weapons that I will lose the patience and abandon. You know, certain weapons I'm just like, I'm not even bothering. You know, um, and that is what it is. But when we talk about specific goals... I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the Crucible ranking system that has been introduced. Now, you've got two different types. You've got Valor, and you've got... Uh, oh, God. My brain just went blank. Valor. Glory. Glory. Glory is the heavy one. So, we'll, we'll cover Valor first. Valor covers pl quick play and your weekly rotator. And that's it. Excluding Trials, excluding Iron Banner. And the rumor which is substantiated by um, something that was said by Giggs during the Destiny Community Podcast tonight. He said he's pretty sure that you get the latter from the former. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, when you go into to get the... Uh, go into competitive and you're earning rank there, it's going towards your, 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 your uh, valor, okay? Right. Which would make sense... Because, you know, you don't want to get legendary in a, in a ranked competitive playlist and then just show up as a zero scrub in the quick play, right? right. Um, so I, I, I'm pretty sure we're okay there. Side note, Eddie, thanks for the sub. Really appreciate that. You are the best. I love you. Get a, a shout command for him, please. Um, so when we talk about these two... There are two separate playlists, two separate progressions that are, are similar but different, but they have different rewards attached to each that include uh, emblems, cosmetics, and weapons. Okay, Each time you hit a rank for the first time, you will get a reward, uh, and that's particularly uh, important for glory. Okay, uh, Where with glory... Every time you win, you get points. Every time you lose, you lose points. And streaks are counted on both ends of that spectrum. So if you were to look, drop below a certain rank and regain it, you don't get rewards again. Okay. Mm. Where glory differs from valor is that when you hit that mid-level, that third tier of six, uh, which is fabled, you get a exclusive weapon that is, in, in, in Giggs' description, is... It's a decent to high-end weapon that becomes god-tier with a specific perk that procs. And I'm not going to go into great detail about that. There's tons of information about it. Look it up if you're, if you're interested. Uh, but it is very interesting. It becomes like a heavy, heavy-hitting Grass of Malak. Um, and he described a, a story of what happened when Lupo got his hands on it. And he did a team wipe on a 4v4 Incompetitive with it mm -hmm. out of nowhere. He got a headshot and then and just killed everybody else purely with that <laughs> weapon. 
and just just farted all over them. And 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 it's Lupo though, you know. But um, but still, that's pretty impressive. So, um, and and then after you get, you know, these other ranks, you get these things. When you hit Legend, you do get an ornament for that weapon that basically mm-hmm. plasters badass all over it. And there's another reward at that top tier that they're keeping a secret. I really don't think it's a fucking emblem. <laughs> you know? I just, I don't think that. Because emblems are just, they're, they're throwing them out there as part of these progressions, right? Um, and they haven't said any... They seem to be more aligned to. It's just like a... It's a tracking thing. I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily know, like, we know that Bungie has been very good about calculating a lot of numbers and keeping them and telling us to them and so on, uh, compiling them and all that, but we rarely get to see those numbers in effect. Right. And between the Kill Tracker Ghost and a couple other things, that's been their their go-tos, basically, to allow us to kind of start to track that stuff. But well, those are also oh. entry level, uh, to, for the most part, Bingo. items. So I don't see the highest of the highest end. Like you, Tim, who achieves legend and competitive, they're not going to get a fucking ghost. At least not one that well, just kind of says this. I feel like it's going to be something truly, truly noticeable. It might the, be the my my are... hope. Here's my hope. I'm hoping for a permanent aura. Mm. That's what I'm hoping for. An right. emblem that grants you a permanent aura if you wear it. Like, it doesn't expire ever. Well, and the weapons are also supposed to, of course, balance this out a little bit more. We saw it with uh, Redrick's Claymore, and that was the, the one for the, the higher-end glory wins uh, that you receive. Right, and that's the uh, that's the Tier 3 of 6. Rifle. Yep, yeah. that's the one I'm talking about. It's exactly. Freaking ludicrous weapon looking. Um, Can't wait to get but, it. But... We'll put it this way: I need that weapon for one reason. It looks like the villainy. It, um, you're you're a pulse rifle guy, and I knew that this one would make your dick hard. Let's be honest. Uh, like I knew yeah, that. I'm gonna say this is this is one. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I well, okay, this. all right. I'm gonna tell this story in the shortest version possible because you know this story was gonna come up. You knew this story was gonna come up when this weapon came out. Beard, before he became a famous YouTuber, and uh. Bro, you're you're a lore master. Famous, he says. Ah, you're a lore master. All right, that's all there is to it. Your name gets mentioned a lot. I look for it, um, with good reason because you're awesome. But before that, (laughs) you didn't want nothing to do with content creation. Mm -hmm. You didn't even want nothing to do with Destiny for a while. Close to a year, you were like, "Fuck this shit." And then in year, this is prior to TTK, as I recall, right? Because you'd quit in year one, right? Or am I reversing uh, it? Or was it your two? No, you're 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 pretty well on track there. It was your uh, one? Okay. The, the record was that I basically stopped playing around. Uh, I wasn't able to really keep up with uh, Dark Below, so I stopped like a little bit in in between there. I came back for a little bit with House of Wolves, and then I dropped it, and then uh, and then one day before, I I I messaged you. I want I want to I want July before Taken King came out. I yeah, and I fact. said, bro, I said, Nerwin's, you... Ner- they got a God roll Nerwin's mercy in Iron Banner, uh-huh. and you need to come back. Like I wouldn't message you if this wasn't like it wasn't that good a roll. And you came back. It had max stability, and like I like had some kind of I think it had a reload perk on it too, like an outlaw. I want to say it was outlaw with max stability, brace frame. It was the yep. It was the. The best Nerwin's Mercy I think I ever owned. From I still point. have it. 
I still have it. And you were like, that, fuck, that's it. I'm like, I, I, I even said, I'm not trying to entice you, but I know that, it, that it, as your brother, if I don't let you get this weapon, I can't be forgiven. So you need to come back just this week, get this weapon, and fuck off. That way, well, if you ever come back, you've got it. And, and before I get on the tirade of like what's going on right now, right, the same thing is kind of happening, but actually at an advanced rate. Yes, because for me, I, I this isn't to to excuse the state that I think that Destiny Two has been in from my personal account, but it has been something that for me they're at least getting done quicker uh, by totally. several months, by several months quicker. So, and this, these are things that are like changing very quickly. Yes. Uh, yes. But that's where, again, I think that this is a, that this is kind of a similar situation for me because I'm seeing this stuff that uh, I know we're going to otherwise talk about with the reveal and whatnot, or at sure. least talk about in, in some regard, but that's something very similar. You know, I see a, I, I guess for me, whenever I see a pulse rifle come up as like a big reward, I'm like, well, it, it carkens back the way that everything's going to go from there that it, I that I feel I, yeah, this is going to be like the, the recovery of it all. It, it creates the thing. So like, right. so my thought, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that pulse rifle and accident. I'm like, well, beard's going to be all over this shit. Um, and even yeah. I am, you know, and then you look at like the exotic um, masterworks for. um Oh hell, the 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 trials themed uh vigilance wing, right? Yeah. Which is already yeah. like that's your boy right now. If if you're a even an average player and you're going to Crucible and you know how to pull a trigger, uh-huh. grab yourself a vigilance wing and you're gonna be okay. Aim for the neck and you're good. The exotic perk on this one for Masterworks. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Full auto. <laughs> so yeah full auto vigilance wing is your exotic masterworks guess what one i'm going for first because um, you know goddamn well i can't resist a high impact full auto pulse rifle because right. they're just that good I, i'm not a pulse rifle fan but you give me the right one i'm there and vigilance wing feels good if i can hold yeah. down a trigger and have happy time that's where jimmy's going so to kind of roll back exotic, exotic, ex- I'm going for then. Exactly, dude. So exotics, um, we're also getting some exotic buffs that are insane, um, and these don't play into the grind too much. But I want to hear you drool a little bit. I'm gonna give you one, just and just one, because I want you to read it later and be like, dude, Borealis, the exotic yeah. sniper rifle that's exclusive to PS4. Okay. This works in PvP or PvE. If you drop the shields in PvE or destroy or kill someone in their super in PvP, those are the, those are the two things. After that, every other round in the mag does double damage. To give you some perspective on what that means, in Crucible... It is a one-shot body death. One body shot death in Crucible. Once you proc. Meaning, you kill one guy out of a super with a Borealis. And you could team wipe with the rest of your mag. Body shots only with the Borealis. 
Not to mention the DPS you might do in a raid or a strike or a nightfall with the fucking thing by dropping a shield on anything. I you could. Say, sh- I think that's more what I'm. Uh, what yeah. I'm so you just shoot as, shoot a, yeah. a a shit red bar, drop mm-hmm. a shield, in like a really annoying strike, like the first one we did with uh, gigantic hobgoblin boy. Okay. Drop a knight shield and then empty the mag into that dude's face. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they also clarified. Okay, I said one. I'll give you two. Clarified <laughs> tractor cannon. Exactly what it does. Oh my god, I cannot get over that thing and how it looks. Oh it's, my god, it's better than what you think. <laughs> it's better than what you think. Yeah, I know. I read I read the description earlier because yeah. I was like the yeah. only one that I had a chance to check out, and I'm like, oh, okay. So for those that don't know. With a tractor cannon, which is essentially an exotic shotgun that's a, like a, it's a pulse wave that pushes people back and enemies. Now, as of May 8th, with the new DLC, not only does it push your enemies back, it will suppress them and deal an obscene amount of buff to void damage for 10 full seconds. That is insane. And then... <laughs> so you go in a crucible and you shoot somebody with it you suppress their super Can you, that's, the, that's the go-to weapon in mayhem now and if you stack it with other void weapons and you're either a void subclass or you have a team that goes with it it's insane it is insane it I'm just because the video that they showcased was for uh Brackets, uh, I saw and that and I almost the, peed my pants. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say just I hate the, that guy. the fact that they have that much damage that can now be like done to buffing up uh, something like a Nova Bomb is mm-hmm. incredible. So Imagine what happens they, with the heroic modifiers if they introduce a Void Burn. Right. I'm gonna say that'll immediately become your, your commonplace go-to at that point. And it becomes fun. And I have yep. a feeling we're going to see other types of other variations of this type of thing. And they're looking for, like, what makes this... Because they haven't talked about Sunshot yet. Right. And Sunshot's solar. And Sunshot's already yep. fucking good. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, and they've got more, like, more wider-reaching stuff where it doesn't seem as exciting at first glance, but when you really drill down, like Graviton Lance and... uh you know, it's Cabal counterpart. They, they're vastly different in what they do. Although they kind of fall into a similar pattern where they're just blowing shit up. But you know what? That's awesome. Like, why would you not want that? And it makes me wonder, like, what, what's going to happen with... What, what does Suros do now? If it's coming back at a time when, like, all exotics are, like, super crazy, like, the skill tree, like, the perk tree on it looked pretty similar. But I kind of wonder, like, well, what what Suros do now? Like, that was the first exotic weapon I ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? So, <laughs> that's the first exotic I really want my hands on. And uh, I'm, I'm crazy for it. There are other exotic armor pieces that are looking really cool. There's one particular armor piece that's coming back. And at this point, I've given all the spoiler alerts I'm going to give. And if you don't know... The thing is, there's, like, big press outlets. It's not like it used to be where you'd have to, like, go to, like, certain places. Like, Game Informer has this shit out and stuff. So, uh, I'm going to throw this out there because when I mention this particular piece of armor, even if you're spoiled, you're not going to care. I promise. 
Eternal Warriors coming back for Titans, and I was like, why? Fucking why? Like, no one used that thing in D1, unless that thing, like, either brings back a perk that we don't have, or does something really crazy, like a full-blown overshield or something. Like, what's the point? It's an ugly fucking helmet. I don't get it. I gotta say, it's kind of like me and the stag, to be honest. I, it, I still it, do yeah. not get the... I don't personally Well, that thing at it. least it's looked cool and the way. perk was shit. Whereas well, Eternal Warrior had a sure decent perk but looked like shit. Right. You know, and I still have my Helm of Inmost Light. That's, all that argument really is is me saying, I have Helm of Inmost Light and I'm mad. Like, that's all it really <laughs> means. That's all it really means. You know that. I wore that helmet like 98% of my time in Destiny 1. Like, any picture you see of Alice, she's wearing the fucking thing, right? But well, speaking I, of a piece of armor that's coming back that I know I wore all the time, mm-hmm. you know the one I'm thinking of, probably. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah certain, you can throw it out certain, there. It's not going to hurt anyone's feelings at this point. Certain claws of forethought that, you know, speak into your mind of some kind. Yeah, and, and it does... There's been some speculation regarding a certain strike and how it I relates like to a certain... Speculation. And a certain raid layer that's coming, and what the boss of that might be. Um, it would make sense. I'll put it to you this way. If you're going to put that character in that strike, my first thought was, man, fuck you. And I went, you know what? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But if you give me the potential boss in the raid layer related to that strike boss and make it it's full glory. I'm like, dude, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. And then all, and then, and then the thing is, people are like, well, a lore thing. And I'm like, think about all the fucking lore tabs you're going to get in the raid for all the gear related to that character instead of, you know, Noxie Poo over here. Um, well, additionally, it would actually expand on like what's actually going on with Callus and his possible connection with, you know, the hive or otherwise. That is really unexplained at this point. The and Destiny it's still really up in the air. Not to sell the competition, not that we're any competition for them, but the Destiny Community Podcast, what they brought up was the potential for there being a long a much longer, deeper story arc for Callus moving forward in the franchise. And the yes. hope and then the thought that this move, this potential move, um with perhaps a giant worm, being the boss in the raid lair, um, that it would would leave that open end for Callus to, like, kind of do the thing. And and that, for me, kind of went... And I, and I know, we're, we're, we're sort of talking about the grind, and we're going we're gonna to come back to it. But anytime I, you get me and Grant in a room, and I'm not, like, super... He doesn't have to get super deep with the lore to have the discussion, so it just moves, and it's fun. So I think he enjoys that. Like, we don't have to go super deep. We can just have some fun, and my brain goes, Pfft. So. <laughs> Trust me, don't look at my Twitter feed. That's been. Dude, I've looked at it enough, ludicrous. and I wish went, those are too many words before coffee, and I just closed it and never went back. <laughs> and and they were good words. Like, the, the little bit that I, I gleaned between you and all of the, arguably the best oh. lore people on the planet was like, there's a cool discussion here, and I'm just going to wait. But here's the thing. Yeah. From a mechanics standpoint, Plus story. Yeah. Well, if they continue with this raid layer mechanic, which they should, it's smart. Um, 
and it enables raid content to keep coming out. Well, like, how do you structure that for a... And I'm just going to use this term because I fully believe that some version of this... I want to call it the Taken Queen for now. Um, Do I think it's that character? I don't know anymore. Um, You know, it could be the Darkness Incarnate. We don't know. Because you know all all the hoopla about there being this uh, other character class that had concept art, but they never put it out. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, it's that, it's that. It could be that. So, whatever. The point being, and I feel especially if it is a new character class, and you've got these pyramid ships, and let's just say for the sake of argument that it's this other, now you got another ship floating in goddamn space. Well, guess what? Raid layers are a thing again. And as long as it's not narratively awkward I want the raid layer to continue mm-hmm. that said I haven't touched the, the this first one yet I haven't touched it yet I watched it done on day one loved everything I saw and I'm like I can't wait to play that that was months ago I just haven't done it but every single aspect every last aspect of what we're seeing in terms of mechanics and gear pursuit for this DLC Like, even if the story is fucking garbage, Mm -hmm. I've got a game mode that's designed for me to play through it over and over and over again. You know? And even if I only get... Even if I get the gear inside of two months, which, to be fair, that's, you know, probably about what it's going to take, I don't see people progressing that fast. Because I've seen... I saw uh, Miss 5000 Watts Mm -hmm. do that with a team at 350. And I saw a bungee team at, at max light 385. Both teams struggled a lot. Which tell, but granted, the bungee team, sorry, bungee, the bungee team is not as good as a team led by someone like Miss 5000 Watts. So, sure. it, but it tells you that these, this activity is designed to give you something to hone your skills on. And there's a wide range of gear that comes from it. So basically, it takes the concept of unlocking this team mechanic from Court of Oryx, <laughs> adds to it the adaptability and the ease of access of Archon's Forge with a gear set the size of Archon's Forge, if not bigger. Right. And then adds a shitload of difficulty on top of it. And then... Bungie revealed that after, like the, the version that the people played that we saw both in uh, the gameplay captured at, at the summit and the reveal, it's more difficult now than that. Yep. Um, thank you. That's what we want. Give me something that makes me want to throw my controller. Yes. I got six of them. I'll throw one. I'll throw one. <laughs> Not the anniversary one. I'll throw a different one. I was going to say, don't do that. Right. Right. So, but but ultimately, like, that's a grind. You're giving me gear to shoot for. You're giving me... Um, because here's the thing. If it's difficult at 385, and it's considered an endgame activity, which it is, it's going to drop endgame level gear. Well, like, and to add to that discussion is the That's a grind that for, actually... like... Like, the thing is, I don't mean to interrupt you, but, like, yeah. it's replacing... The Crucible Engram grind that we once had. Now mm-hmm. it's, let's get a group of people in and get this shit done. Because 
That means every week. You know how I am. Once I get max level, the grind begins. Because now I'm, I want everything to be max level. And exactly. that activity in particular is for me like I can sit and fucking play that days at a time. And it's a 20-minute activity even at max light. So it's like I'm not, you're not just sitting there doing whatever the fuck for two mm-hmm. minutes. You know, there's a, a clip on my Twitch channel that I, I love where it's one of the Court of Oryx, and we did the whole thing in, like, I think it was, like, 18 seconds or something. Because yeah. we had someone who was really yeah, good with the sword. Much. It was crazy. That right. um, you're not going to be able to get this with, uh, with, with this activity. It's just not going to happen. Um, and then you combine that with your quick play Crucible ranking, which has its own unique rewards. And you have uh, the Valor, the competitive... Uh, pardon, pardon me, Glory... Uh, with its own unique rewards, some of which we don't know about, you've got, just in those three styles of activity, three things to shoot for for unique rewards, on top of exotic masterworks, which at any given point, let's say you enable all of them, now you've got, like, what, a dozen things to shoot for? And that's not to say if they even... They're, what if they do eventually exotic armor masterworks? Mind blown. So, mm-hmm. and at the most basic concept... If they had no story missions in this expansion, they have tripled the grind and loot respect that Vanilla Destiny 2 had and and, and, uh, Curse of Osiris had combined. Easily. Mm -hmm. And, and this is the fun part for me personally, and I'm supposed to get this shit inside of four months? Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. And that's all the main stuff I had to cover. So now we can just talk about it. I just want to get all that blurt. I wanted to blurt it all out before I forgot. So, so yeah, there's a lot here. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely at what I was hopeful to see on the stream was information about, you know, some kind of different, uh, different mode and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got it, of course, with escalation protocol and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also hopeful for at least one other strike, uh, even though I know that we ended up having two from Curse of Osiris, uh, and we got two, which is cool. Uh, we got another different weapon to kind of just play with and pick up now and again, which is also great, because I think that those added a little something else for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, we ended up seeing stuff about different weapons and gear. The fact that there's actually two uh, different sets of armor uh, is pretty interesting to me. One that actually has a full set of lore tabs, one that does not. Uh, and we we actually haven't seen most of that stuff. Like they're, that's not one to thing mention, that we... I liked is that they didn't show everything off. They're they're leaving a lot of it to be like uh, kind of found for ourselves. Exactly. Which is good. Protocol's got its own armor set. The layer has its own armor set and weapon right. set, and so does. You know, and then, so you've got, now Now you have four things. Right. Never mind the possibility of a prestige. You know, that right. you've got all this different stuff. And, again, you're now stacking things. You're now stacking this on top of existing activities. Mm-hmm. And you have the potential to, to retool that stuff. Because, again, probably the best design choice that Destiny 2 made, and I don't think you'll argue with me on this, 
is keeping all endgame content relevant. And they perfected yes. that. They perfected that with the prestige nightfall versus regular nightfall. They perfected that. So in other words, everyone can do nightfall. Prestige is always the highest light level. Um, I think that was the best answer. So now you've got the same kind of concept with your raids and raid layers, where the prestige is always going to be, hey, this is relevant to light level. Mm. Fucking, like, sign me up. And what's cool about that is that the further along we go, right, um, I feel like year one content will always be at year one levels, with the exception of prestige. But then... When year two hits, I think that's going to reset your base light level at that point for those activities. Right. It may be unpopular in the moment, but it, it makes it so that everything remains relevant even at the lowest level. What do you think mm. about that? Yeah, it's, it's a smart idea, to be honest. Because, uh... And as much as, like, like, for example, like 270 is the base for, for Nightfall, which was the base mm. for Nightfall Day 1 Destiny 2. Right. Um so let's say that the base light level going into uh, your comet is going to be, let's call it 370 to make it an easy number, you know, which is not going to be difficult to attain in a post-comet world. Granted, and that's to we'll say nothing, to and that's to say nothing Good. about the changes to the weapon systems and randomization that is going to increase grind and give you more versatility in builds, you know. Right. If they, dude, I, whoa, I, I blew my own fucking brain when I even said out loud, exotic masterworks armor. Yeah. I think that's going to be a thing. Well, and the thing that has always kind of kept me interested in the grind for Destiny has always been some of the little stuff, you know, trying to get the, yeah, I, I would argue that like the, Everybody's like, well, I need to get this god roll. I'm like, there's other ways and other games that do it where you synergistic builds, don't man. Have to, yeah, where you don't like have to have these uh, these random rolls to attain everything. Like I'm used to, I'm used to other titles, honestly, that exist that realistically will sit back and be like, well, these are the armor sets that we have. You know, if you want to mix and match and make some stuff work, there's always that. I think something that would uh, that would still help, and I think that that's where they could take something like the Exotic Masterworks or the Exotic Masterworks to Legendary and its equivalent uh, is to allow for a means to change out those stat boosts. And when I saw and what they I were willing that to do, would be a great idea. right? When they when I saw what they were doing with Exotic Masterworks, it it mm. took me back to something that I think Matt said on the DDU. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who said it. But where something that was brought up significantly, because I've watched so much goddamn content, I don't know who said what anymore. And I apologize. If you're listening to this, whoever you are, and you said this in your podcast or content, and I haven't mentioned your name, I'm sorry. But I watched fucking everybody. Dotto all the way down, everybody in between, because I wanted to make sure I got everyone's perspective. Because I didn't want to be askew. And I really did get the feeling that when you drill it all down, everyone came away like, holy shit, this really is happening. So the idea that I had, they had brought forward this idea of full sets of armor having a an overall stat boost or something that made you compelled to wear that set of armor, like Iron Banner or what have you. I thought, now that I hear this, I go, okay, what if there was a similar quest line to your exotic masterworks that was like a, 
armor set masterworks quest to where once you acquired the armor you automatically got the the quest line or the opportunity or whatever you want to call it and then that you earned this perk that is like exotic tier perk but you have to wear all the armor to use it mm-hmm you know, because it was like, it was badass enough that someone had mentioned, hey, you have this intrinsic perk for the whole set. That was cool enough. But then I'm like, if you layer that with the idea of now I gotta earn that now that I have the armor, you're like giving me more shit to chase. I'm like, fucking, let's do that. Yeah, let's seriously. do that. Let's do it. Let's do it all the time. Like, give me more shit to go after. And they're just doing it right. over and over and over. Right. And this is the kind of discussions we used to have back in the day all the time because yeah. those possibilities were there. And I feel like at this point, the grind in Destiny 2, at a basic level, with these changes that we know we're getting in 12 days, it's better than we had before. Because it's attainable, it's something that you can track, and you have some guaranteed rewards to shoot for. You know what you're getting. You're not relying on RNG. And then, and you factor in... We're going to get some weapon system changes, which, okay, I'm going to throw it out there. I've listened to everyone talk about the weapon changes. It's going to be a hybrid of D1 and D2, where certain weapons go into the energy slot. Spoilers, I'm telling you, that's what we're going to get. Some weapons that are lighter in, in damage are going to get that, and they're going to probably see a buff to some of the stuff in power, like grenade launchers, probably. So mm-hmm. that something in power is really super crazy heavy, and special is going to be like shotguns and snipers, and maybe they'll see a slight decrease in power based upon the amount of ammo we're going to get, but oh fucking well, we're going to get that. That's what it sounds like. It's my speculation, and it's nothing but, you can quote me, but it's speculation. Well, well why, not a, why not a class of sawed-off shotguns, you know? That's right. What, that's what I would kind of say, you know? Yeah, you... are going to be closer... <sighs> I, I made the, the, the talk back in Destiny 1 where I had said... Why not, while we're sitting here talking about melee weapons like yeah. swords and everything, introduce a class, a, a special class of, like, dual daggers? Sure. You know, they, they can easily go ahead and expand on the system that they have, mm-hmm. where I, and I, and I do think that the kinetic uh, energy and power slots do allow for a system that would fit, uh, allowing sure. for multiple types of weapon classes. Yeah, like for and example, I, there's, like there's, if there's we talk too about many this, of us that are way too like stuck on the diversity that allowed from like, you know, primary, right. special, and and heavy, but that was actually a limiting factor. This, but like, but us like, to look at expand. right, but look at like, let's say that like the every shotgun in the game now, with the exception of one, let's say they go to the energy slot. I'm okay with mm-hmm. this at their mm-hmm. current power because they're not overpowered now. Right, there's one or two that are like kind of meta. But overall, yeah. they're in the perfect spot. Perfect Legend spot. Of Legend of Acreus is the one that's going to stay in energy slot, <laughs> which I just got mine. Um, oh my God, I, ha- I haven't, I haven't, so badly. And, and I'm playing with it with the single shot, and I'm ripping. Like you know how I am with shotguns. Now put that shit in my hand, even with one round of my. Yep. So I can't wait to unlock that shit. By the way, if you're listening to this live. Uh, and you're in the C4DC, and you have Destiny 2 on PS4, we need to do some raids. If nothing else, we got to farm the first encounter in the raid, which you can do to get all the shit I need. So we, we had a handful of people that got it. Did you ever get through? Did you ever acquire that thing? 
I have never completed the raid. I actually haven't even done a nightfall. That has been how bad it has been for me to actually. I know sit you're busy. Play this game. I get yeah. it. I get it. We. <laughs> I. I. I am. I am legit. Like I know we've only got twelve days, but because of the power level that is going to raise, I implore you to make some time. We will get you through some shit. So we can get at least get the weapon in your hand. It shouldn't be hugely difficult to do. All we gotta do is get you the completion. That's all you need. So we can do the the, the grunt work to get up to Callus or grab a checkpoint, get you the completion. Especially now on a normal raid, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, right? Uh, so you can get the weapon because one, it's a shotgun, it, and we have a me and Grizz have a history with shotguns. Like we were. We were cuddling on Twitter about this new shotgun we're going to get with the protocol event. It reminds us of when we finished the invective quest together within what one match. Yeah, we were one match apart on that. And it was just like, oh, you know, it was very romantic. I'm not going to even like down it, you know. (laughs) Um, Farron says a raid, you say when the lady says raid, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely down for a raid, especially. With, but but she's on PC and I, I need to do raid on PC more. I've only done one on PC because I still need to get the Legend of Accurus there, too. So I actually only just unlike So the lore guy has not <laughs> had a chance to do the perfect paradox quest yet. And that is where I am at right now on PC. Really? Yes, that should tell you exactly how little time I've had to play, where I can't even go through something that's heavily related to the freaking lore. So, <laughs> I, I feel like, I, I, brother, I feel like what you got to do is you got to give me a list of what needs done, and we got to like just say a, a day every other week or something, and just say, look, no matter what happens, we got to commit and sit down. Cause I know you got a lot of people that you can play with and get, you know, stuff done, but it's not the same as it used to be where we could dedicate time to getting shit done. You know, uh, the problem too is having the, uh, the two, the two platforms. It gets to be a little tough to, to balance. It, tell me about which it again. Which I had, again is why I pretty much only have the warlock on both of them. <laughs> yeah. Like if like, that's the thing. The only reason I'm keeping all three on PS4 is because of the legacy of it. Um, and then you look at like, uh, true gaming with the host. Thank you so much. True gaming for all your, uh, true needs. Uh, there's a whole other fucking pitch with that, but true gaming, keep your eye on them. Like we're, we're doing good things at true gaming. Um, we're doing like coaching and, and how to's and it's really cool. But, um, you know, you look at. My PC and my Xbox One, it's triple Titans. It's triple Alice. And I'm PS4 main. I love playing on PC, and Xbox One just doesn't get the love. Um, I, I feel like now that there are definitive goals to shoot for, I'm not just grinding to like catch up on the other platforms. It gives, like right now, before this drops, I don't got a reason to play the other platforms so much other than for fun. Now, I'm as soon as this drops, all other games are like, bye-bye. I'm leaving them behind, and I'm going back to maining Destiny, 
which is what I was hoping I was going to do in Destiny 2, where I would just rotate the platforms each week or every couple right. days or whatever. Even if it is only for a three-hour stream a day or whatever or three times a week or twice a week or what have you, to where I've got stuff to go after. And it's always going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Like, I'm, you can hear the excitement in my voice. But, I'm going to say, I, yeah. I still will say that they are expanding what they've needed to expand upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that they are uh, giving us more to kind of reach for, which is all we really were asking for. I, for, I think for, for before Destiny 2. And the power and some of the weapon changes that they're giving are, are also altering. They are continuing to uh, keep up the ideas of time to kill chatter and everything, mm-hmm. which they're they're being a little bit more open with, and they understand it. Uh, I think after the summit, the that is becoming a, a larger focus. A, a lot of things well became because of that. A lot of yeah. things came in the focus, and and for me, I'm, I've I've said this on Twitter a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever said it explicitly on my podcast. Mm-hmm. TTK comes down to something very simple. TTK is about the base hit points needed to score to kill something. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you either lower the value of each hit point or you lower the number of hit points needed for your TTK to get lower. And then you balance the right. weapons around that number. So I, they've taken an interesting uh, approach where they're saying we want the weapons to be this powerful. With the mm-hmm. exotics, and we want the legendaries to be slightly below that. And then once they get all that in line, because I think we're going to see a really big sandbox change in September, which mm-hmm. we'll see legendaries coming up, you know, in terms of like weapon classes, certain weapons. And this mm-hmm. last balance patch was beautiful mm-hmm. because it showed this idea that they were patching like weapon types without nerfing anything. And anything, exactly. and anything that they did have to balance around, they said, okay, it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Which was like, what? Like, yeah. I, I, there was no backlash from it. None. Yeah. No None. one even said one bad word about the whole idea of what happened with, um, oh shit, Uriel's Gift. Yeah. It's still plenty useful. It's just not heads and shoulders above. You can still exactly. use it and get, it's just like, wow, okay. This whole weapon balancing system you now have in place has proven itself with one sandbox patch. One. Mm -hmm. Now you add to it the idea that now we have exotics going way the fuck up. Okay? And then you can say, okay, legendaries as a group, you know, it's vague, but as a group, bring them up. (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm saying. As a group, we've got this basic balance between all these classes, which will change a little bit. Like, sidearms need to come up a lot. Bungie. Yeah. Um, Make them viable, goddammit. There's one viable sidearm right now. It's terrible. There's one. One. And it's an exotic. Well, okay, there's two then. Yeah. (laughs) Last hope, dude. Last hope. Okay, fair. Last hope. Yeah. But the damage still needs to come up on it. Leave, leave, Leave the stability alone. Yeah. I would say bring all the other sidearm stability, base stability up, and nerf Last Hopes a little bit. Well, I would... And then up damage overall. I would do it one of two ways, honestly, because if you're going to... You could keep Last Hope just about where it is if the actual bullet acquisition was better on them. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Me, that is the Aim major assist. difference that I'm feeling on um, on sidearms here versus how it was in D1. So because bring up so bring up either Wormwood or Jabberhawk used to be. So bring and, up your base aim assist cool. or your base, you know, uh, target acquisition by let's say thirty percent, and bring the impact up right. by ten percent. Well, and, and why I think this is something that's more embedded into the title to begin with on the basis of aim assist is because it's even effective on PC. Yes, I can feel yes. a very big difference, and 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 this with is a mouse not and keyboard. Say, let's be clear with a mouse and keyboard. Let's say. Yeah, like th this is just to simply show that, like, as a basis, they have some issues basically with with target acquisitions for uh, for sidearms. Yeah, and if you don't know, sidearms used to be one of my favorite things to freaking use at a destination. Oh, there was I a mean, couple. Like, how, many, how many videos did I make about them? Actually, like too like, fucking <laughs> many. At Grizz. least, at too least many. two or three, realistically, I think that talked about sidearms. Because I yeah. was like, why aren't you using sidearms, you idiots? They're so good. And now I look at D2 and I'm like, this is terrible. What are you right. thinking? So the point being that uh, when we bring all of these things up, so where like the yeah. weapons in general, okay, are at that power level, okay? Now, then you do the math of the, the base TTK relative to the amount of damage they can deal, and you've got to bring that TTK down regardless. How much they bring it down is a result of how much all weapons base damage. So let's say the base damage on the lowest end right now is zero. And they change that to where once this next balance patch comes up, the zero is like three higher on a scale of one right. to ten, right? right? So now your range is from three to ten, right? Um, you still need to bring that TTK up somewhere to meet that, whether it's at a 1.5 or a 2, to where you're bringing the overall idea of how quickly one can get snuffed. Uh, it needs to come down. Not by a ton. Not by a ton. You know, at an absolute maximum 20%, I don't see anything more being necessary by any stretch of the imagination, given that weapons are universally becoming more powerful to begin with. Uh, movement speed is at an all-time high in the game. It could still be a little bit faster. A little bit. Like a, a, a twinge. Lower TDK, a little bit. Given if all weapons, all weapons, come up. Movement speed a little bit faster, I'll be happy. And it's not a huge thing to ask, and it's clear they're working on it. It's clear they're working on it. And that's not even given weapon slot changes, randomization of weapons, and any other mechanics that are coming we don't know about. There could be new subclasses, subclass customization. We don't know. We don't know. Builds are a thing. Who knows? But right now, what we can kind of put a full stop on and say, speculation aside... We have shit to shoot for that's going to make us feel powerful. It's going to make us feel special. When we get bored of one thing, we've got something else to shoot for. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel good. And between the possibility for stories that they've already shown off, for which for me is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but for a gameplay aspect, I'm actually excited to, when I get the chance, sit down and play. And Definitely. I I don't I, I've because I haven't had a chance to really like grind for the Osirian uh, weapons all that much. I think that's one thing that's kind of been helping me along is just the fact that I still have that grind to kind of go for. Sure. But 
They're fun. For, yeah, they, they, they definitely are. I actually like kind of going for them. Um, Decent weapons. Not the best, they are. but they're good. You no. Know, some of them are, are ludicrously good, uh, especially with the patch updates. Some of them are ludicrously good right now. The pulse I rifle prefer... and the auto rifle, I like a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the Machina Day 4, and I've been using, uh, I just got Soul Pariah 6. Uh, I, oh, I'm yeah. really enjoying both of those a lot. Absolutely. But they, uh, there, there are definitely some things that I am more looking forward to, I think, with this one than I was with Curse of Osiris. Same. I was, I was not, from the live stream and the little bit they showed, and again, I think that's the biggest detail, because they focused on half of it being uh, related to, like, pub, uh, private matches and stuff like that, yep. uh, along with, like, Crucible Balance and everything. Mm -hmm. We still don't have a lot of the PvE stuff that's going on. There's it, also it, the possible hints of some data caches, yep. which we don't know. There's collectibles the... that are out there. We don't know what they are. And at and, the end yep. of the day, let's say for the sake of argument, let, let, let's be really blunt and let's be really harsh. If the curse, if, if all that Warmind was, was a story the size and scope of Curse of Osiris, okay, and what we saw... Given the mechanics changes and the grind, would you be at least happy enough to continue through September? Oh, yeah. No. I, so would I. I don't think there's a question because you're giving me a decent story for the price. And then mm -hmm. after the story's done, I've got shit to shoot for. Yep. I gotta be honest. If you just had a patch that introduced this stuff on that day, I'd still be okay. I mean, I hate to say that. It sounds really shilly, but it's basically like the mechanic changes on these grinds between ranked Crucible and exotic Masterworks alone give me enough to shoot for and play the game on a daily basis. Yeah. Now you're adding a story and a loot pool that I don't have now, plus a new activity that has its own grind and its end game, and a ra another raid layer. Like, I... Even if they're on par with Curse of Osiris, I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. We're going to be fine. I would, I would wholeheartedly agree. I think, I think just with like the additional customization that they're going to be offering uh, based on the uh, effective changes to exotics, I think that's going to be a little bit of enough to me mm -hmm. to keep having something to chase for. Yep. Uh, especially if they take a little bit of a grind, I think that's uh, that's going to be hard to deny at that point. But that's True. where that's where I kind of stand. I I think that what they have here is a a lot more promising to me than what it was with Curse of Osiris. I By like eighty to ninety percent. Well, and I don't or know more. if it's a shame or a good thing when you can make me feel more interested about Rasputin than about Osiris, but... Uh, that's another topic altogether, okay? I was going to say, that's completely doing it. Um, something different altogether. Destiny, <laughs> Destiny 2, Year 3, Rasputin retconned. You heard it here first. I, it's going to happen. I'm telling you. It's going to happen. They're going to bring him back for some small thing, and it's going to... It's all going to be fine. I hope. In any case, Beard, my friend, where, on the weird chance they don't know where you are, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can actually find me over at YouTube. Uh, it is Beard underscore Grizzly. If you are on an iPhone, I know it is still giving uh, some people fits. 
uh, go to a computer if you are able to and search me there or another Android device because I know it is no problem. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, same thing, beard underscore grizzly over on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch with the same handle, but uh, I don't know when the streaming's going to start again, if it ever will. Someday. Someday. Hey, we can wish for shit. We wish for shit, and Destiny 2's doing great things. Someday, Beard will stream again. So let me, let me put it this way. If I can ever get the chance to go full-time, uh, I'll probably be streaming at least like a couple hours every day. There you go. But that's uh, that that's the, the goal at this point. So that tells me that the dream's not dead. Destiny's not dead. Beard's not dead. I'm not dead. And I hope you aren't either. You can catch us at destinysnotdead.com or grindheadgym.com. I'm your host, Grindhead Jim. I love your faces. We'll see you next time.